every set I've ever worked on, uh, I always have the most annoying wardrobes. <laughs> like, I don't know how I manage some because a lot of times I don't choose my wardrobe. They're just like, oh yeah, we're gonna put this guy in layers, but they're all gonna be rubbing on like <laughs> different places. Have, have you seen? I want to get those mics that they have, um, like for like the the Broadway actors. Oh yeah, the, the ones that go over, uh, and I'm like, how good are those? They're amazing. Like they, because like they always seem whenever you. Uh, here, like you're like, those are so good. Like they're how? Amazing. How are they they're so good? They're so amazing, and but they're super expensive. Oh, okay, so, prob so, so probably not for this podcast. Is no, what you're they're saying. so expensive. I want them. I've wanted them for years. They're so bad, but I can't remember last time I priced them. They're like they're expensive. I just remember seeing the price and being like, well, I'm never getting that. Cool, because they there's the ones that come down the front of the head, mm -hmm. and there's the ones that like follow your jawline, and I'm like, I like the ones that come over the head, just because like everything is like fully open. Mm -hmm. It is kind of weird. Though, when you have somebody who's... Well, when you see it. Yeah, when you see you, it. You can't unsee it because yeah. it it's right there at their hairline. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, I was like, no. But, like, it, it works really well. Like, guys, you can always pretty much tell. Mm. Some, like, some of the, like, some females, like, like if you've got long hair, mm. you can, like, style it. Or you can have your hair go just, like, mm. just the perfect way. Just the way where it swoops over yep, and clears it. and you it. can't see, and you're just like, that right there. But those, those things are incredible, but they're expensive. Uh, well, speaking, my my uh, favorite is the blue tops. Because you can, my favorite thing about them, there's these, they're the blue top lobs, and you can like have a tone on your phone, and you can just give it to people, and you'll be like, beep, 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 and it'll shut it off. It'll mute it. Oh. And it's awesome. So you don't actually have to, you can put it anywhere in your body, and you just beep, 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 and it'll mute, mute the mic. And I was like, that's dope. That's so dope. <laughs> Speaking of cool mics, what's up, fandom? My name's Josh, and I am joined today by Corey Phillips. How are you doing, Corey? I'm doing great for a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on uh, here at wonderful OkiCon yeah. 23. It's almost 2024. I know. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm, we've obviously been having a good time. Yeah, you, we, sh live. we should have been recording the, the last 42 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, thanks thanks so much for coming on. Uh, I First off, how are you like in Oklahoma? Uh, I, so I'm actually originally from here. Where are you from? I'm from Verdigris, Oklahoma, and I now I'm now in Dallas. But where, where is where is Verdigris? I'm from Shopton. So so I'm, I'm if do you know where Tulsa Shawnee. is? Yes. Do you know where Claremore is? Yes. In between those two things, oh, Verdigris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tiny, tiny. It was two gas stations and a school. Whenever I lived there. <laughs> yeah, like uh, we we still have we still have that. Like Tecumseh still only has one stoplight. Yep. In the entire town. yeah, it does. And you're just like blink hey. and you'll miss it. Yep. Yeah. But here's the thing, they'll they'll be like, we don't have one stoplight, we have four. It's because it's, it's a four-way intersection. <laughs> like, I get it. It's one. You're it's really one stretching. That, that's how much they need this. That's how much they need this. For sure. It's like, but yeah, it's always fun to come home um, uh, because this is kind of where my career all started. So like the bulk of the people that have been like following me the longest are here, which is always a, a weird experience because like, I'll do these other cons and you know, and I get people that hang out with me and know me and fans and things such. But when I come back here, it's like there's a lot of them. And so, but I'm having like, you know, they're like, oh, I haven't seen you in years. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And oh, I haven't seen you in years. Oh my gosh. Oh, I haven't seen you in years. Oh my gosh. And it's like, and it's like I can't get anywhere very fast. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I was uh, supposed to be going to like a, a, like a warm up before our show. And uh, it took me an hour to go like 50 feet. Because I kept getting stopped, which is awesome. But also, it's like, they're like, what took you so long? It's like, I had like several conversations about Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man. Uh, so, how many Sonics are up there? Do you? Have you oh, seen? it's we got one. Now. You got one. We got one now. Oh man. That's how you know we're real. So Shawnee is the hometown of Sonic. Oh my gosh. So when I was growing up, we had six. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Do you need six? No, you it's like don't. in in a in a in a town of, I think ten thousand. Do you need six no. Sonics? No. Oh. Do we have them? Yeah. You barely <laughs> need two. <laughs> barely. You just need one on like because really like Shawnee is basically there's two streets. There's Harrison and Kickapoo. Yeah. You need one on Harrison, one on Kickapoo. It's like. Now, how about we put two on Harrison, two on Kickapoo, we put one on Federal, one on Independence, those which are, like, are just like little bitty... Little those bitty, are like, like your churches. Pretty <laughs> like much. One on every street corner. I would, oh, I would like... Well, no, we got a lot of churches. It is Shawnee. Yeah. <laughs> it's Oklahoma. Yeah, that's you have a lot. We have a lot of churches. <laughs> um, so what's one of the things that you miss from uh, Oklahoma to, to, to Tejas? Uh, I know that you've lived in Texas a long. Being yeah. able to go anywhere in a reasonable amount of time. It took me 30 minutes to come from basically uh, Memorial, so, you know, almost to, almost Edmond to down here. Yeah. Like, it's just that same level. That same level of distance would have taken two hours in Texas. Dude, dude living <laughs> in L.A., and it's like, yeah, like, I lived basically Anaheim. So it's like, yeah, we need to go to Pasadena for a thing with Amazon. Um, and it was like, okay, cool. Should probably leave in three hours because like, yep. it's going to take us three hours to get there. It's like, yep. but it's only forty miles. But it's like, yep. doesn't matter. It does not matter. You got to you got to lot that time. It's the same thing in Texas. The I, I'd say like uh, the trade off for Texas to L A is L A. It takes longer, but in Dallas, everyone's driving like they're trying to kill you, <laughs> and they're in vehicles that are too large for what they yes. actually need. So that's the try. It's like, oh yeah, you get to shave off an hour, but you better be packing heat. Yeah, like that's the <laughs> one thing I liked about California because like in ca if when when I was driving there, it was just like, yeah, people just don't care about you. You don't exist to them. So like that's the driving mentality. It's just like you just drive like that. You're the only car on the road, they, uh, and that, you'll be fine. I'm the only person that has ever existed that what I yep. am doing is very important. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, but yeah, like going driving down to Fort Worth. It's just like. Put your turn signal on, and it was like, I'm gonna speed up just so you don't get. There. That's a suggestion. Like, like, oh, I better get in front of him. Yeah, it's like, or, or like they'll, they'll be like a car, like they're like two car lengths back. You put that turn signal on, like, nah, -uh. nah, -uh. and just go. I, I, I'm second to no one. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, man. I, miss, I miss, I miss that a lot. Like, you, you, that's it. Seems like such a cheap answer until, but anybody that lives in Texas is like, no, that's valid. That's valid. <laughs> Corey, will you mind telling our mm. audience who may not know a little bit about you, like what what do you do for a living? What's your? I am a full time actor, and uh, what but where I am here is I've I voice an anime. Uh, I actually this year hit over a hundred anime titles that I've Congrats. voiced in, uh, which was a really cool milestone to hit. Um, but I'm recently like the lead. I was a, a villain in Fire Force, but now I'm a lead in MF Ghost, which is uh, the continuation of Initial D, which is a really cool thing to be a part of. It's actually a uh, a really important thing to me because the cool thing about it was uh, uh, my very first anime that I ever was like aware that I'm watching an anime was Initial D. My cousin had it on a laptop and I was like, this is awesome. This is the coolest thing that's ever existed. And so like I played all the game, like the arcade games, I had the, like the little license. I thought Initial D was so cool. The music, I, I got so many speeding tickets to, <laughs> to Eurobeat songs, like so many. And so to get my first like core lead 
in the show that basically started my anime love is is kind of a cool experience to have. That's <laughs> so awesome. So when I got the the email that's like, oh, you've been cast as Aiba in uh, in MF Ghost, I I I screamed and cried for three hours. <laughs> what's, the, what's the MF? Is it is it like? Um. So we is have it mother father ghost. That, is that like what's we the... have debated at length at Crunchyroll what it is. No, we figured out what we figured out what it actually what we think it actually is because it's not explicitly stated in the manga what it means. Um, it is Mount Fuji ghost, but we refuse that to be the answer, and so we say mother father ghost. <laughs> That's, That's phenomenal. Yeah, we uh, refuse that answer. But so, what was little Corey like growing up? Like, what were you? Were like you like super big in the acting? Like how? I was obnoxious. <laughs> As are we all. <laughs> I was uh, I was skinny, tiny, and mouthy. So. And homeschooled. <laughs> the the trifecta. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's like, oh, look at you. That makes sense. <laughs> okay, everyone I ever told to is like, yeah, that 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 tracks. So, so so how did the so homeschool? Um, we 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 had some homeschool kids that mm. the only time that they would come over is when they played basketball mm-hmm. with us. Like they would that was like the gym activity is like they would have their physical education at our school. I also went to a little bitty dinky Christian school. Mm-hmm. So I what graduated with 10 people. I gra- oh, my graduating class was 60 because I went back to public school my sophomore year. And yeah, so yours is even smaller yeah, than we mine. We had 70 people in my, uh, wow. in my like that was the height. Like that was that's, six through 12. That's, you're, you're way too charming to have that origin oh, story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're way too charming to have that origin story. I mean, we had like for, for the boys, like our, our activities where we had basketball, mm-hmm. then we had choir. <laughs> yep, <laughs> my church dramas. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was, like, oh, you, you could do the drama, like, but that was that was basically it. Yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it was it was nice. But but how did so like we had like I had you know the ten people with me pretty much, and you know other people. How did how did the how did the acting kind of go? Were you just like. So acting didn't come along until a little bit later, but basically kind of where I've kind of identified where this all started for me is that I grew up, you know, so I was homeschooled because uh, I had ADHD, uh, but my mom didn't want me to be on medication. Mm -hmm. And so the school system was like, he has to be on medication. My mom was like, I don't want him to be on medication. And so she was like, your choices are either he doesn't go to school here or, you know, you put him on medication. And so she was like, well, I'll teach him. And my mom's a genius. If there's anybody that on the face of the planet that was going to be able to teach anyone like anything, it's my mother because she's just brilliant. Um, one of the smartest human beings I've ever known. And so she decided to homeschool us. But I was like the only artist born of a family of athletes. And so I had to really entertain myself a lot. And so I would just, in my closet, make these she would send me in to clean my room and I would make these complicated stories, this entire civilization using all of my toys. They all played a part mm-hmm. and they all had different voices and they all had, and that's what I would do for hours. She would send me in to clean my room and I wouldn't come out of my room for like five hours. She'd come in and I'd have this entire society made. And I was like, there was a coup. <laughs> <laughs> the king regent is dead. Yeah, he's dead <laughs> and now they're investigating. <laughs> So how did the, the, what were you into, I mean, obviously doing a lot of like the drawings and, mm. and you know, figures like that, a lot of the imagination. Mm. Um, were you, did, were you watching anything oh, as a yeah. kid? Like, oh, okay. yeah. What, what, what was your, what was your jam? My jam, like my identity was Pokemon for forever. Right. So as a Digimon fan, we can go ahead and just wrap this up. Yeah. Now. I, it's, it's all right. I was it's a big fun. Digimon fan too. War Greymon's my, like my War number Greymon's one. So 
He's my favorite. He's remained my favorite. His variants are also my favorite. Black War Greymon was one of the least. Yeah, like, like I loved War Greymon, but Pokemon was my introduction. Like yeah. Digimon was the second thing that came. Mm-hmm. So like it's your first girlfriend. And I was a kid and like I got red version and then I just I was convinced for so long. And my mom still to this day makes fun of me for it that I was gonna be a Pokemon master as my job. Like convinced. Like I was like I had all I had all planned out how I was gonna do it. Well here's the thing. Conveniently Pokemon has a lot of anime. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so like, all you have to do is just get cast as I that mean, lead. Pokemon master. Not entirely like, hey, mom, impossible. Mom, guess what? Pokemon <laughs> Not <laughs> entirely impossible. Ash is gone. We got rid of him. Yeah. That shrub's There's, gone. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. He was never a master anyways. He, he kept won losing. that one tournament. Yeah, he one, won tournament one tournament out of, what, 20 years? years. <laughs> That's fine. He's, he he yeah. got the one. He got Matt the one Matt did the math. He is 20 by the end of the show. Like, he is 20 years old and only has one title yep. under He's not a master. He's yeah. he's a pokey scrub. <laughs> and he's Very lost much. every one of his best Pokemon. Like, lost it instantaneously. The fact that, like, he just, like, there's this, just Charizard. She's like, nah, I'm good. No, I'm not And good. you're like, what? He had eight, he has so many badges and Charizard still refuses to yeah. listen to him. Like, how much of a scrub do you have to be? <laughs> he's, he's bad. It's like... Oh, I will you. say, though, original Ash was so much more fun to watch. He was so yeah. out of pocket. Like, I watched a compilation the other day of just him being out of pocket, and I was like, I miss when the show was sassy. Dude, like, the, there was, like, there's, like, old dubs, and they were just like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. We can just do whatever we want with this. And you're like, all right, cool. Yeah, like, okay, okay. You're off the reservation real far. Yeah, it's, like, ugh, like I love the, like, just, yeah, like, Ash just being, like, he threw so much shade, especially at Misty. Oh and you're my like, gosh! But th- those two though were just like headbutting oh, like brother sister the entire time. The like, entire time, it's amazing. It's uh, so good, and it's just it's way more savage than he than he gets to be yeah. today. I, so. I think like I definitely like same same thing. Like it was Digimon. I mean, it was it was Pokemon first. Yeah, and then we got Digimon, and I gravitated more towards Digimon. Like with the anime wise, I was I kind of left that on the Pokemon side. Just played all the games and everything. Mm. Um, but with the Digimon, it was just like, I think it was all of like the, the writing and everything, like the localization, being able to bring that over from, cause like Jeff Nimoy did a lot of that too. Like, I know he did a lot for the movie cause we've had him on and he did a lot for like the movie and getting all of like that, like writing all those scripts and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just, it's just so good. It's like, so good. It's, it's so funny, and like it's it's funny when like we don't we didn't have like you would have Rugrats on, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, and then you'd have you you go watch Digimon, and like they're talking on the phone, and she's like, yeah, like the the number you've dialed has been you know disconnected, and like it's disconnected. Stop calling, and you're like, what the heck? Just like stupid stuff like that. I'm like, that's the the humor here is way more than we have over here. Yeah. So like that's yeah I kind of gravitated more towards. See, towards I think that. I stuck with Pokemon and didn't gravitate as hard to Digimon. I love Digimon, but I didn't gravitate as hard because the games weren't as good. Oh, Digimon games were terrible. They were terrible. You get that one PS one game and oh, it was like, and it was in like Agumon kept dying because mm-hmm. like it's so tedious. It's such a tedious game. I kept doing everything I could to get my Coromon to Digivolve into Agumon, and it was like. No, we're just gonna turn into Numamon, and I'm like, I don't want this. It's I got him to slug. I got him to Digivolve into Agumon, but then I was like, I really want War Greymon. I want War Greymon, and you get him to Greymon, but you can't sustain him, and then he just dies. Yeah, he yeah. flat out just turns into poo. Yeah, like, and you're like, oh, okay, well, 
what the heck did you want? Yeah, I know. I was like, like yeah, Digimon is terrible. <laughs> it was Digimon was like very a JRPG. Like it was yeah. very in the vein of a JRPG. There is a ROM that they have that somebody took. I'm not saying that anybody should purchase it, but if you did, it's like thirty bucks on Etsy. But they basically took Fire Red and they reskinned it with all Digimon. And I'm like, I I, I want to buy it, but I'm like, is thirty dollars too much? To no. buy this, like, how mu- how long am I gonna play it though? Well, the uh, the way I rationalize it in my brain is that I'm paying the artist for their work. This is very and fair. Not saying that I am or am not going to purchase it. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny that that will ever be in my possession. As he thumbs the, f- <laughs> I mean, I definitely won't send you the link. Either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to look at the link. Maybe, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like no, like I was, I was like, like that was the game that we kind of wanted. Like yeah. we wanted like a Pokemon style game, not. Yeah. I don't know what. I want a Poke Pidgeymon. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be able to get an Agumon. And I want it to go into War Greymon and stay there and stay there. <laughs> never go back. Never go back. And then I want him to own everything he comes across. Yeah, it's the best. Give him a level 99. just a Yeah, and just obliterate the Elite Four. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love, you know, all those, like, old anime. Like, because it was, it was, you had the Kids WB and you mm-hmm. had, like, the Fox Kids um, era of stuff. Like, that's, like, that's what got me. And then Toonami started coming around. That's how I actually learned how to program a VCR. Oh. Is because of Toonami. Yeah. And it was like, but I want to watch Tenchi Muyo. Because I think it looks funny. I want to learn how to program. Initial D's how is why I learned how to burn uh, burn CDs. There you go. So I could get all the tracks from it. Oh, we just did. We did the LimeWire thing, and it was. This was like, before I had LimeWire, because oh. you know I'm homeschooled, so I came to a lot of things later. So. Well, dude, that was coming from like the Christian school. Like you got all, so much later. Mm-hmm. Like. It's like Toonami's already been going on for like two years before I found out about it. And you're like, what? There's this more anime? Yeah, there's so these shows are like Cowboy. I watched Cowboy Bebop for the first time in my like way in my twenties, and I was like, I've missed so much. <laughs> um, real quick. Okay. Uh, so Pokemon favorite. Let, let, we're gonna do this. We're gonna go favorite, favorite anime. Mm-hmm. We'll go top three. Top three. Dragon. Okay, that, that, that was quick. That was, yeah, that was a lot quicker. I was hoping, it's always hoping been for a one. little bit. <laughs> no, Trigon's always been my number one. It'll stay my number one because um, it has everything I love all in one show. It's like I love post-apocalypse. Like It's one of my favorite genres. It ha- It's anime. It has a dude in a red coat. <laughs> like, love red coats. It's, it's both silly and serious, and mm-hmm. it, it balances those two well. And it's like very Western. And like, you know, it's just it's everything I want in an anime and it does all of it decently well. Like, is it the greatest anime of all time? No, that's Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> so number two is Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> all right, I'm interested to where number three comes. Number three shifts a lot. So number three is kind of amorphous, and uh, ones will come in and out. Um, it was my hero for a little bit um, until they benched All Might, and I was like, now the show has taken everything that makes the show interesting and thrown it out the window. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was a like Superman story I actually liked. Like, that's what the original My Hero, like the first like season or two, was. Mm-hmm. It's like so. that's like so. I'm gonna be honest. I stopped reading My Hero mm-hmm. because I got I got bored. Like, mm-hmm. I don't. I I am. I'm and I can bad tell you, with shonen. I can like tell stuff. you when you got bored. 
it was right after All Might uh, does his uh, final fight with uh, All For One. Actually, no, it's it wasn't? before that. It's, it's like the like after they went to that island for the very first time and started fighting the baddies mm -hmm. on random island, and then they had to go back to another island. And I'm like, that's all we're gonna do. We're just gonna fight baddies in tournament arcs the entire time. And that's when I was like, no, nope, I'm good. I still like, stand by it. I think the re what the show, what it, it did itself a disservice by benching the thing that made it the most interesting, which was uh, Deku's relationship with All Might, with uh, um, Toshinori, because it's a Superman that can no longer be Superman mm -hmm. and a new Superman. So it's a has-been and the new guy and having to deal with those emotions between the two of them. And it's like he's training his successor, but at the same time, he can't do it anymore. Yeah. And it's like that just made all their interactions so compelling. Like that second episode when he's like, you can be a hero too. <sighs> Such a great moment. Um, but then once they benched him, it's like it lost all of the heart it had. Um, so are you going to pop my hero at number three? Or No, no. no? It's not there anymore. Um, I'm trying to think who, read, who resides. I haven't thought about it in a second. Because Full Metal almost always comes back in whenever I like it. Full Metal's so good. Now, Full Metal or Brotherhood? That's, it's that's a Brotherhood. It's full, original Full Metal's great, and they did they did amazing jobs, but it just... like We, we just, have a co-host. She absolutely loves Full Metal. Full metal and you're just like, I'm like, I understand. You it can, is, can it is, it is great. Yeah. Like, it's great, but at the same time, there's better shows out there. Yeah, I agree. Um... Man, I don't know if I could say there's a good third. It's okay, Outlaw Star. We'll just throw that in there. We'll throw Outlaw I Star. I actually have never seen Outlaw Star. Dude, you Star. need to watch Outlaw Star. It's so good. I didn't. I did not. It'll make you cry. It. Uh, Samurai Shampoo is another good one. Man, now you're making me really think. Right? About, oh, I know. And it's going to be terrible and you're going to hate it. You're going to hate that it's there. But it's just because it's so integral to my history. Uh, the original Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, no, I love Yu-Gi-Oh. It's not a great show. Oh no, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's it doesn't make any sense. It's it's it I will say though I recently for the first time watched it in the J, like watched it mm -hmm. um, in the subs, and it's a different show. Like oh, yeah. it, like four kids really just tore that thing apart. I so people people shat on four kids so much, but I'm like, guys, we didn't we don't have anything without four kids. And four kids made it funny. Like mm, I'm gonna have to I'm OG have to. One, OG One Piece, like OG One Piece, it's like it's so dark, but when you watch that four kids stuff, you're like, these people are idiots. I will have to I will have to disagree. I will have to respectfully disagree. Really? They, they, there's, there's well, I don't approve of smoking, so I think that you give everybody lollipops <laughs> instead. <laughs> and, that, and that's how you make a kid show. No, no. Like, they just, they, like, there's, my thing with them, it, like, with what they did is, like, first of all, they, I'll give credit where credit's due. They made some banger openers. Like, some of their themes were. Which is all, all new. Just all bangers. Uh, but, that being said, um, there's a, there's neutering to a point that you have just obliterated it. Like you take like so in Yu-Gi-Oh is a prime example of what I'm talking about. Like there's a scene where Bandit Keith, like in the original in the original series in the American series, like he like confronts Pegasus and he goes and he sticks his finger out like mm -hmm. this. In the J he has a gun. Yeah. <laughs> and like that changes the scene drastically. I don't know. <laughs> like, that this is not threatening. A gun is he straight up pulls some heat on 
Vegas is. I mean, it could be some Yu Yu Hakusho stuff. You could have a spirit gun. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> that, like, that yeah. was not there. Granted, Keith has no Millennium items. I, I love Bandit Keith. What an absolutely insane person. Like, what's the most American that we can possibly most, make somebody? Like, what's the most, like, parodied American we can make? And they were like, how about we... It's like, Keith is a great name. Very strong, masculine, American name, Keith. Um, what should we... Like, but he needs something else. How about Bandit? Yes. My dog's name is Bandit. <laughs> Bandit. There's nothing like, more right. American than dogs. <laughs> it's the Indiana Jones thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. we named the dog Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so how did the, uh, like your picks, I do. Like, mm. I, I love when I ask that question. And then you can tell how far people are in, like, their anime journey. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, it's Demon Slayer, My Hero Academia, and then Jujutsu Kaisen. And you're like... You have not gone far, my like, son. You, you, ha- you are stuck in, pr- in post-2015. So, yeah, uh, it, you know, stuff like that. And you're like, oh, yeah, now, now we have, you know, people that can... Yeah, I, so I appreciate your picks. Man. No, they're, no, they're no. They're very no. good, they're very good. And I try not to, be, like, be the, the elder anime fan where I just choose all the old ones. I only watch Astro Boy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, I try to, like, I try to think, like, Demon Slayer is obviously a contender for my top ten. Like, it's such a beautiful anime, and it's animated so well. And it's it's such a good, just clean story, like, clean standardized story. Like, there's, it's not trying to be anything else. Mm-hmm. It's just telling its story, and it's doing, and the animation is just gorgeous. Um, and there's something weirdly refreshing about that in this day and age, because there's a lot of, a lot of the the big animes that come out are just trying to be a lot of big things, mm-hmm. and, and like nobody knows how to land the ship anymore. Yeah, it's like, like we, a lot of a lot of flash and everything, but just not a lot of substance. Mm-hmm. Which, and so, or it's just like overcomplicated. Like sometimes it's like its story elements are too complicated, mm-hmm. and like there's so much going on that's like I can't keep track of anything. I was trying to think of one anime that I was watching recently that I was like. I have no idea. Oh, it, like Attack on Titan, AOT. Yeah. AOT, like in the first seasons, it's like, it's trying to do so many things that I'm like, I don't know what I care about. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, like the, people thought, like people didn't like that second season mm-hmm. because it's just a heavy lifting season. Mm-hmm. Like we have to set up season three. Yeah. When all the shit goes down. Yeah. So what, we, we have, you're going to get like a bad season two. But then when you go back and you just kind of like go back and watch it again, like that's what, uh, well, I tried. I got to, I just had to read it because I was like, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch this anymore. It's taking too long. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like yeah. you, you have to get through a lot of these type of shows and that's what it feels like more and more of like the newer shows are doing more. It's like, yeah, instead of having one season two we're having like multiple season, season twos. twos and it and it was all and it was such a weird thing when it happened like the first couple of times like you know back like what i'd say like the 2010s when you had these season-long setups mm-hmm. or seasons and it was like that's a um but now it's happening more and more and more and more it was it was a, it was an, it was a weird thing it was an outlier yeah. and now it's because normally you'd get like you got your one series and you're out mm-hmm like your bebops, your, mm. your trigon, you're just like you get your one and you're done. Yeah, you're, you get out. Um, but yeah, now you're just like, oh yeah, we've they're got all, fifty episodes. They're all trying to, you know, kind of chase that Naruto, yeah. chase the Dragon Ball, um, and kind of what 
to me made anime so strong was the fact that they were like, this is the end of the series. Mm-hmm. This is, I'm writing this story and there's not going to be any more. Yeah. And, uh, which is, you know, it, there's not a whole lot of money in that, but it, at the same time, it was like, it just told really good stories. And I'm not saying Japan's doing that right now, but it's like, there are a lot of like these legacies, like they're trying to make these legacy shows like One Piece, where it's like, there are, there are now multi-generations that are, that have lived, are living through, you Like know. the fact that people have, lived and died and that show is still going like they don't know they don't know how it ended yeah and it's just like and you could be living for 10 years and you're just like i don't know yeah i don't know how anybody gets into one piece like yeah. that to me is one of those like that's a barrier like i watched it when it was on cartoon network and i was like i hate this animation so i'm not gonna watch this um and i'm like people like when i like in my circle of friends it was like we laughed at people that liked one piece you're we like like one piece what a loser and now it's the complete opposite yep. it's been so long that now they're it's the like, marathon. you don't watch a one piece get out of here you know they're and the marathon like, runners they outran you yeah, <laughs> like, like, like we, we we sprinted and we were like we were sprinting to the good anime they're, and they're, they were they're, just like they just they're the human hunters going. they just outlasted you yep. you ran you're like how are you <laughs> they caught up and it's like uh. but i like the fact that they have something to look forward to yeah like they're like it's the end is is it's in sight maybe in a hundred more chapters. <laughs> I, I think we're in the we're in the end game, but I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know how, how you end that. How do you end that? I that's the part that scares like, me the most. How do you how land in that. that ship? Because like you've been you've been literally sailing this for twenty something years. Like how do you how do you how do you come into port? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how you're. And what do does that, that port even look like? What's what's going to be a thousand episodes satisfying? Yeah, like that. Mu- that's like, that's the scariest thing to me. As like from a like, I don't do a whole lot of writing, but like if I was writing that show, that'd terrify me. Yeah, like how do you make a almost like a thousand, you know, well well over a thousand episodes satisfying end? Mm-hmm. What do you do? You know what you do? Kill every character. Luffy <laughs> wakes up is all a make, dream. Make it a dream. <laughs> that's no, I was that you beat me by two seconds. Make it a dream. Oh. <laughs> That would cause a literal riot. It wakes like Luffy wakes up and he's still with was his name Red? Is that his is that his brother? Oh, uh, Ace. 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 Yeah. yeah. Just wakes up and he's like he's still a little boy and Ace is still and they're like all right. It's like the it's like a Wizard of Oz and he's like I just had the weirdest dream and Ace Ace is like are you okay and he's like and you were there and Shanks is like and you were there. Like that would be hilarious. Oh my gosh. But the, but then, then he also... gets hit. By, or, or better yet, let's, let's let's just like middle finger everybody. Luffy is about to get to the one piece and gets hit by a truck. <laughs> like it's in a new show. <laughs> and then he oh see that that's how you play it. And then he's like oh yeah. Then Luffy wakes up. He's been reincarnated. And, <laughs> and you're like oh that's perfect. Was, he gets hit by a truck and now he's like, a businessman. What you didn't man. know that was that one piece was just a setup for a new isekai. <laughs> like there you it's go. Just a set up for uh, that would be hilarious or oh. it's like the one piece was the was the friends we made along the way oh they like they like pbs it it's like, that's what they did with like inuyasha like when mm. they first ended in like before they came up with the season series two thing that they did when it was like all right we're off to go find the jewel shards and to beat naraku join us later and you're like what 
Like, this has been on Adult Swim for the past 10 years. This is the show that I've grown up with the most. And you're just like, all right, bye. How's that an ending? How is that an ending? It's like, it's like, uh, it was like in the original Star Wars, and he's like, you fought in the Clone Wars? I was like, excuse me, what? Like, what's <laughs> the Clone Wars? Yes. The shards, what? <laughs> you're just gonna, like, we're not gonna see that? Right? <laughs> and you're like, so, so you guys are gonna end it with a movie, right? And they're like, no. no. <laughs> we're gonna wait like six years and then come yeah. up with a new series. I'll see you when your kids are around. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, uh, so uh, so how, when did the when did the acting really start? It was like was, uh, when you started going to public school? No, or it was kind it after of that? a little bit before I got into uh, my. I, so like I was a really weird kid. I mean I was old school, so of course. And uh, and then like. I got it somehow through just circumstance. I got into church dramas, and it was like a way that my weird worked. Mm-hmm. And then from there, I like right directly. So I started doing church dramas, and then right directly after that, I went back to public school, and I was having a hard time bridging the social gap because I'd been in isolation basically for mm-hmm. you know most of my developmental period. And uh, and one teacher, his name was uh, Wesley Rice, saw that I was struggling and was like, "Hey, I think I can help you out," and introduced me to improv. And improv gave me all the skills to make everything that was weird about me the thing that was cool about me. And then from there, I was like, this is magic and wizardry. And it became my entire personality. And so then I just started, I like started an improv club in high school. I turned that improv club into a, tur- a touring troupe after I graduated high school. I turned that troupe into the troupe I've been touring with for the last almost 20 years. And so the team that you, that's here is is the, you know, the whatever. Take one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So in high school, it was one take. And then afterwards, it became take one because that made way more sense. Um, and then, uh, it's like one take. It's like, all right. All right, bye, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, we missed this. Oh, we missed it's the like, intro. Oh, well, like, we only got one take. We're it's out. like one take. And it's like, why isn't it just take one? That's something that's more identifiable. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we should switch it. <laughs> and then it's, yeah, it's been the troop I've been touring with ever since. And, uh, and this is, you know, it's a whole new group. I'm like the only member from the original group. Like everyone's gone on and done different things. But so, how did you go from the improv into like the, uh, like the voiceover? Uh, it aspect? was, it was again. Like uh, I think the only I think one of the few things I've done right in my career is like, I I just kept answering the question of like, well, what next? How mm-hmm. does what is like? Well, how do I if I want to do if I'm doing improv? How do I get to the point in my life where that's the only thing I'm doing? Okay, well, there's no money in improv, but there's money in you know acting. So it's like, oh, well, then how do I become a professional actor? Well, you need an agent. How do I get an agent? And just kept asking why. And then I just kept, I never, and the other thing I did right was I never waited for somebody to give me permission to do the thing that I wanted to do. So like, for a guy of my skin tone, lead roles are not really a thing, especially in the time where I was coming up in my career. Nowadays, it's a lot. There's a lot more opportunities for guys of my skin tone. Um, so, but what I would do when I was in my early career, I was like, well, I'm, they're never going to give me this role, so I'm just going to make them. And so, I just started filming my own things, and like all of the like one of my dream roles was to be the doctor. I wanted to be the doctor, but that's a uniquely British role. Like that's only films in the UK that I'll never get to be the doctor. So instead, I just made my own Doctor Who series. I mean, you never know. We could have a doctor in the 
in America. Yeah. We've stolen everything else from the BBC, <laughs> so why not? I feel like I feel like it's the one thing that we can't steal from them. I, we haven't yet. We'd have to call going, it something else. Though. Yeah. It, it maybe we've tried and it was so terrible I didn't know it was an attempt at well, stealing. Well, we had it. that movie. We had a... We had a yeah, the, the, so there's a Doctor Who movie. The Doctor Who, it's, it takes place in New York for a doctor that people pretend doesn't exist. Yeah. Don't watch it. Or, or do watch it. If you're a big oh, Doctor I'm Who going fan, to. yeah, find I'm it. I'm going it's, to just because I want to know. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, it's... Which... Is it Sylvester McCoy who was seven? I think... Anyway, I, yeah, I think it's Sylvester McCoy. He dies and he regenerates and he regenerates into the dude's name I don't know but he's got kind of he's got long hair and he wakes up in New York with like amnesia McCann is it McCann the eighth is it McCann yeah is it Paul McCann it may be yeah so yeah he's only the doctor for one movie and that was it yeah, it might. I may. So I have not seen. So I have not. Seen, I may be aware of because I know there's an eighth Doctor that really nobody cares about. Yeah, it's because he was in one movie that was so bad. Like it premiered here in America before it premiered in on the BBC. That's how bad it was. Like it premiered in it, it premiered in Canada before it went to the BBC. And you're like, interesting. That's not a good sign. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's filmed in like Toronto. Well, that makes sense, yeah. A lot the of Toronto, the, the beautiful Toronto, New York skyline. Yeah. <laughs> one of those types Oh, that's of my favorite thing. Uh, one of our, one of me and my wife's favorite shows is Supernatural, and they'll mm-hmm. do it at all these, and one of them takes place in Oklahoma. It's like, that's not an Oklahoma. Oh, you know, it's like, there's that's no, not. That's not. There's nothing in Oklahoma that looks like that. There's yeah. a couple of episodes that take place in, like, Oklahoma, and I was like. Well, what they like to do with Oklahoma is, like, it's, you like, from like the episodes that I mean, I, I stopped watching after season five because I was like, that was yeah, perfect that's when the show ends. Yeah, <laughs> and then you're like, it continued. They brought Booger in, and you're like, why? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like uh, yeah, it would be like here's the farmhouse, and you're like, yeah, the farmhouse. Okay, that makes sense. That that could be a rural Oklahoma, mm. and then they go into town, and you're like, that's a skyscraper. Yeah, where are they at? Where are those at outside like, of Oklahoma? Like, Hold on, they're in where? Hera? No, they're not. Guthrie? No. Like, Welcome to the beautiful canals of Miami, Oklahoma. <laughs> and you're like, excuse me? I don't see a Mazios anywhere. <laughs> there are no Mazios. There's not a single Sonic. Yeah. What is this place? This isn't, this isn't correct. R- wrong. Yeah, it's like, he goes and he's like, I'm going to go. He's like, it's, yeah, Dean goes and gets a, a cheeseburger not from Brahms. And you're like, get out of here. Get out of here. You're yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I don't see a single quick trip. <laughs> uh, man. Um, what were we talking about? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> um, oh, uh, we were talking about uh, like how did it end yeah, up in yeah, Morse Agony. So I filmed my own Doctor Who series. And while I was on the villain of that series, I was like, hey, have you thought about voice acting? And I was like, no. And he's like, you should come try it. And so it's just like, that's how it goes. That's why like the we get one of the most common questions we get at cons is like, how do you become a voice actor? And that question doesn't have an answer. No. Because just like the multiple interviews that I've done, everybody has a completely different story. Usually it's like, yeah, like there was a guy that I knew and they were like, hey, you've got a nice voice. Come come record this thing, mm. and it's just like the old stuff. Mm. Like when we've got like Phil Lamar on, and he's like, yeah, they were just like, yeah, come ask 
just asked to do a voice. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but you <laughs> could never happens. recreate that path. No, never. There, and there were so many circumstances that led up. So it's like, for mine, it was like, there were so many things that had to fall directly in place mm -hmm. for to create how I ended up in voice acting. But it could never be recreated again. And it's not because I'm special. It's just because, like, this industry is so random. Like, it's just, like, the it's only... It's constantly evolving, It's too, a constantly like... evolving. It's shifting. And, like, the only through line, the only answer that is, is, like, just be an actor do acting start acting as much as you can and stuff will happen i can't tell you what it is like if you'd have told 18 year old me hey you're gonna be in a bunch of kid shows like i was in a kid show that had 400 episodes like well over 400 episodes for 10 years if you'd have told 18 year old me that like that was going to be one of my big jobs i'd have laughed in your face <laughs> and i've done a lot of kid content i've only done i've only done two pbs shows yeah <laughs> like, it's, uh it, it was it was great. Like they were like, you need you to write a bike. I'm like, I never learned. <laughs> so instead, I was like, it was one of those like we like, like pulled the bike up and we're like, yeah. So <laughs> you're like, delivered my lungs. And it was like, we're outside. Why didn't you ride on like either ride on or ride off on the bike? And it was like, nope. I just walked it in frame and then walked it out frame. <laughs> Because everything in kids shows makes complete yeah. sense. Like that's not how people use objects whatsoever. That's such a common thing. Oh, yeah. Like you're like infin infinitely flipping this pancake yep. and like. I also had, I also had this one guy. Like one of, one of the uh, he was he was the adult on the show that we were. He was like the whatever character, and he was like, "I'll give you twenty bucks if at some point during this during this scene you lick both of your pinkies and like." And, and, and you had smooth out, your, smooth your, eyebrows. out your eyebrows. And I was like, <laughs> if you're, I was like 50. I was like, I got you. For the listeners, there's a lot of that that goes on in kid shows because you, you're doing these and they get real methodical and they so get you, real. You get there at like six in the morning yeah. and it was like, oh yeah, you're here until like five. Yep. And you're like, <laughs> hurry up and wait. And so we had to entertain ourselves. So there's a lot of stuff we hide. I think there was like one episode we were, we hid, I forgot what movie we chose. But we just kept hiding movie references in the script. We would ad lib and hide movie references into oh, so the, the script. Like we did so much of that nonsense. We had such a good time. We also had like our own like fan theories about our own show that we would just write. Like we uh, at one point we were convinced that our show was just purgatory for like the main <laughs> character. <laughs> like, That's and, the best. Oh, oh we all. My favorite one is that uh, there was like a robot in the show. And we were all just a program written to teach him how to be human. And like all of the characters represented a facet of humanity in its like most like cartoonishly form. And we were just teaching him how, how to, to be, be a, a human. human. Oh, that's amazing. And so we had all these like really dark theories. <laughs> so what have, what have been some of the challenges that you've faced getting into this industry? Um... It's not a it's not it's not a safe industry in the sense that like there's no there's no clear path, mm -hmm. and like one of the pieces of advice that I got from my agent was if you can imagine uh, if you can imagine yourself doing anything else do that, and if you can't, you may have a shot, and like I've, I've like it's so typical but I've I've spent a lot of time starving like eating crackers and stuff like that like a lot like well into when it was less cute like not in like my young twenties like there were moments in my thirties, <laughs> like, like that. It was like, well, I guess I, uh, I'm going to stay home and you sacrifice. Yeah. It is not an industry that you cannot succeed in this industry without obscene amount of sacrifice for no reward. 
for no, there's a lot of working for free. There's a lot of doing things without any idea of if it's ever going to pay off. And there's a lot of things you'll do that like half the stuff I've done never saw the light of day. And so you, you have to get real, like you have to love this with every inch of you. Otherwise it'll chew you up and you'll quit. Um, and, and the other side of it is like, our job is a job of rejection. My job is to interview for jobs mm-hmm. and to get told no way. That's what they don't kind of like tell you when you're, you know, you're like, yeah, like this is a voice actor. I mean, millions of dollars. You're like, no, like the majority of what I was doing was, it was just, it was auditions. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'll do, I'll knock out like eight, 10 auditions in a day and I won't ever hear from them ever again. Ever again. Never. Like, I made the egregious mistake of looking at what my batting average was. Oof. And it was like, when I did it, and this is a couple of years ago, it was one in 800. For every 800 auditions, I would book one. Because you're doing these like 40, 50 at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there were some weeks where I would get possibly into like close to 100 auditions in that week because they would just come in in these giant batches. And that's the gig. That's the job. Mm-hmm. It's just, and, and, and on camera, it's the same thing. You just, you go in and you have no, and you have no idea why you didn't get the job. That's, that's the hardest part. And it's your, that's your imagination. It's like, was I not good enough? Maybe they, like, who, I wonder oh, if they, they definitely yeah. saw that I had, was breaking out all along my hairline. They saw it. Like, that's, I would say it would be better if they told us why we didn't get the job. Just like getting you, like, just like we've decided to go with somebody else mm. or just something like that. Like but the not hearing and the is not the hearing because then your imagination fills in the blanks yeah. and you have to get real good at controlling your own insecurities. I'm not saying that I'm good at it, but that's, you can't survive if you don't like some way figure. That's why when people will ask me uh, about like, Oh, did you hear back from this? It's like, I've already forgotten about it because it's the only way I can survive. Yeah. I'm almost always shocked when I get booked because I've forgotten that I had done it. Have, have you had the ones where you've you've booked something and then you've already done your recording and then you just never hear from it ever again? Uh, like uh, recorded for it, like yeah. recorded on the project? Uh, yeah, a couple times I've had that happen. Um, generally I'll hear that it's like, oh, this one didn't, like, it's stuck in producing hell mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Uh, like I did a video game like that where it just, like, it fell apart. and But I never heard why it fell yeah. apart. Um yeah, so that happens a lot. Um, but for me, I think the most common thing that'll happen, I think the most devastating one is whenever you find out you've been recast. Like you get cast, you record, mm-hmm. and you're like, you're just not fitting. And that happens too. That's probably one of the more devastating things that happens to actors when you do your best and then you end up getting recast. <laughs> it's like like you did so poorly and it's happened because there's there's that that one studio exec that's like you know what if we did this instead and you're like sometimes sometimes you know why you're getting recast like there's one of the times it happened to me and it's not happened very often luck luckily but there was one time i was like yep you know what that makes sense because i went in there and i bombed i bombed so hard (laughs) because i was just nervous and my nerves got to me and i clenched up and i couldn't i couldn't be directed out of out of reads and so i just yeah it sucked. And it was, and you gotta mourn it, and you sit there, and you gotta be like, yeah. <sighs> I've only been in one, so I've I have been able to. The one acting job that I was able to get, 
was when I was in LA and it was for a French show for Netflix, just because I knew the the ADR director. And he was like, yeah, yeah come on. It's a, it's a security guard role. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, done. That was in 2019. That show had never seen the light of day. Nope. And I'm like, man. <laughs> yep. Yep. As I, uh, I, went, I got to final selections for a show on Nickelodeon. That was the same thing. It was debating Avatar. And I love Avatar. Avatar is one of my big fandoms, too. And uh, made it to final selections. I was in, I was in on call, whereas basically I, I made it, but I wasn't main cast. So if they had any, show sure, never saw the light of day. <laughs> never saw the light of day. Yeah, it's like that's it's rough. Like yeah, that's the gig. Yeah. That's uh, honestly in, uh, something I like to say is like uh, the movie. You know, they talk about movie magic. The magic said it was ever made at all. <laughs> I could ever <laughs> such you know, like that's the actual magic. It's not what's happening on screen. It's the fact that it exists at all what's been some of your favorite like moments from either like a con or like doing like doing a recording that just like really kind of like stuck out to you that's a tough question because there's a i've been very very fortunate and there's a lot that i've gotten to do and there's a lot of cool things that have i would say uh from cons is uh oh did i sit up too far and i can't even go out of the screen I i just noticed i was like I never adjusted that. I was like, I it's, I was it's even, like it's got most of the table, and I'm I like, I didn't know that I was oh. even on screen. I would say um, one of the coolest moments for me was when. Uh, so my father is like, you know, very Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and I was doing a show at a con, and it was one of the biggest shows I'd ever done. There was 1,500 people in the audience watching my show, and my dad it was what it was one that my dad actually went to. And after I got off stage, he looked me in the eye and goes. I'm glad you never listened to me. <laughs> and that was like a really cool moment. It's like, and that was like the moment I feel that it switched and my dad was now on board with me being a career actor and like understood. He's like, no, my son has something. I don't know what I'm talking so about. So your dad's on board. Mom's still like not a Pokemon no, mom's master on board. yet. Mom's always been but on board. But you're not a Pokemon master. Yeah, but I'm not. So, so she still makes fun of me for that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, gotta, we gotta make that happen. We yeah. gotta get some out of know, I gotta get. I gotta get on Pokemon just once as a Pokemon master. Like, hey, hey, hey. Even if it's just like, just, I just want to be a gym leader because technically you're a master at that yes, point. Yes, so, or an elite four. So it's like there's at least eight slots and four additionals yeah, that I like, could. There's there, well, there's twelve things that we can play with here. Yeah. And depending on seasons, it's like unless I become Arceus, the then I'm the master of all Pokemon, yeah. and that's a difference. Like, BT Dubs, I'm God. So it's like, it's like, <laughs> Ma, unfortunately, I was not master. I never got Pokemon master. Did but I was Pokemon, Pokemon God. God. <laughs> so it's like it's a win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, is is there so is there like a genre or a franchise kind of going on the Pokemon and kind of also thinking Doctor Whoey? Um, is there like a franchise or genre that you would want, that you haven't done yet, that you would want to do? Uh, I want to be in Sherlock. I want to be Sherlock. 100%. It sounds like you want to be English. Is, it, is, yes, is what you it's, know. It's what it's kind of going to say. I want to be in Doctor Who. Yeah, I also I want to be, be in Sherlock. Sherlock. No, I, want to be I Sherlock. also want to be on the remake of Coupling. And <laughs> <laughs> if we could do a Gavin and Stacey. I've already, missed, I've already missed the opportunity, at least what I think in my lifetime, for one of them that I wanted, which was Trigun. I got to be in it, but I wasn't any like main character. Um, but I would have loved. I mean, to... there's still, there's still plenty of time for you. Yeah, if they do another they remake do another and then another remake. Um, well, we may get a season two. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Um, Trigun was one of them. Uh, I would love to be in a post-apocalypse. Like, I want a campaign super hard because my my number one favorite fandom of all time is Fallout. 
And so if I can be in any kind of content related to official content related to fall, well, they've got the series. So see if season season two, two, I, I, whenever they announced that they were doing a fallout series, I was the only time in my career I've reached out to my agent is like, how do I get in the show? How do I get on? What do I need to do? Where do I need to go? And they're like, we don't know. We don't have an answer for it because we don't even know where it's, it's shooting. Because um, they were pretty tight-lipped on all of that. Somewhere in Canada. Yeah, it's somewhere. It's, it's somewhere in Canada. Somewhere. We don't know. And I was like, and I wanted it so bad. So I'm going to spend the next years of my life campaigning to be in season two. Because uh, I love Fallout. So Fallout. Post-apocalypse anything. Like Mad Max, Fallout, any of it. I would love to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, but anime was Trigun. Um, I don't want them to do another Cowboy Bebop. So I want them to, you know, just... Leave that alone. Leave it alone. Don't need a remake. Don't need an extension. Just leave it as perfectly as it is. Uh, but Digimon, 100%. Full send. Because, like, Pokemon, like, as much as I would love to be in Pokemon, I feel like Digimon's more of what I'm, what I, what my brand really is and good at. Like, it's always, it tends to be a little bit more adult. Um, and have a little, like, Pokemon's just a little, especially nowadays, a little too happy. To yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. But I've already gotten in one, which is Initial D. So I've already hit one. I hit one this year, which was Initial D. So I already got one. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Like, like with you with Fallout, I'm like, Star Trek. Star Trek. <gasps> That's another like, one. Like, I don't care. You can kill me before, like, the the opening, like, in the cold open. Kill me. I'll be re- Murder me. I don't care. I just want to be in Star Trek. Um, Strange New Worlds is the greatest thing that's ever happened to Star Trek in a long the, time. I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. The greatest thing that ever happened to Star Trek is probably Anson Mount's hair in Strange New Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> but no, dude, I love Strange New Worlds. Like, uh, it's, it's, it's so good. It feels, it's such a fresh, a breath of fresh air. Like, it's finally a Star Trek IP since Voyager yeah. that feels like Star Trek. That feels like what makes Star It's the best of TNG and the best of the original series fused into one thing. The guy who plays Pike is incredible like he is just crushing this and everybody's the guys played spock i didn't think i really liked zachary quinto spock and mm-hmm. i thought oh that that's a really good spock after leonard nimoy like this is a good spock and then his spock i'm like nope that's a good spock yeah and now makes zachary quinto spock not look as good because right? his yeah. is so good and i was like i didn't think he could up it that far and i was like oh he did he's got all the nuances everything it's so unbelievably good everything i no i'm not gonna you know what i'm gonna stop myself because i'll be here for an hour <laughs> well speaking of that we've had executive producer friend of the show bill wolkoff multiple times on the show we didn't get to do anything for strange new worlds because of the writer's strike mm-hmm. so we haven't done like a season three like big fun episode with him We'll get you on. We'll get you, we'll get you on. Because we usually have Dorothy Fawn, who, phenomenal. Love Dorothy. I will spend that whole episode gushing at how great a job they're doing. <laughs> okay, so. Everything about it is, is, has, is, a, is an A-plus win. Writing, casting, everything. There's no, I don't know if they've made a single mistake once. No, no. Like, uh, we'll, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about that after. Yeah, you we, know, we, you know, we, we, we probably, like, I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 just, I'll spend the yeah, end like seven years doing Star Trek. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. That's another IP I want to be a part of. Oh, yeah. Super bad. It's Star Trek. Dude, I, Bill, if you're listening, we can die together. 
Yeah, I will let you. I will let you personally kill me as long as it's on the set of Strange New Worlds. Yeah, like, like <laughs> you can do. I'll do lower decks. I don't care. Like I'll be on low. You can you can kill my voice. That's fine. <laughs> if I I will be in the farthest background just sniffing a wall. Like we need yeah, to. I'll be one of those guys that just does this <laughs> on the on the wall that's not doing anything. <laughs> oh man, that would be so fun. Um, what, what's on what's on tap for? For 2024. 2024. Wow, 2024. Oh, yeah. Nice. Uh, what's on top for 2024? A lot. Um, season two of MF Ghost has already been announced. I actually knew about that kind of in advance, so that's wild. Um, that is already on for season two. I have a movie that I'm going to be shooting in April where I get to fight Velociraptors with a katana. So Are I'm you super... making like Velocipaster 2? I, like... I wish I was. No, it's something else, and I'm super excited about it, but uh, the director... How he reached out to me about that role. He's like, hey, do you know any sword martial arts? I was like, my boy. <laughs> you, so, need to, you need to let me know what this movie is because I want to watch. As soon as I can talk about yeah, it. As I wanna, soon as I'm not under NDA. Swords and, yeah, yeah. Velociraptors. That sounds amazing. I'm so stoked to do it. Um, but, uh, and then uh, two, I, uh, one of my personal goals is I eventually want to uh, be able to do at a Renaissance Festival because uh, the company that I do these cons with also does a Renaissance Festival. I do a whip show. I got into whip tricks. That's my new hyperfixation. You know, we don't have one of those at, at this one. Hmm. So, like, at, at the one in Nor, like, like, are we right over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah right over there. Like, we, we don't have a whip show. Yeah. You need to come I would, here yeah. and do a whip as show. As soon as I get to where I can do a whip show, I want, like, I, I have You have whip. until April, so <laughs> you better get on. I have my whips <laughs> here. I have my whips here. <laughs> um, all right, well... Corey, this was this was fun. Like I, I had such we, a good we could time. go we could go more. Like, I know I, this was this, this was could great. have been two hours, and I kind of <laughs> knew it might be. <laughs> I'm glad it's not because I only have like we. St- I started with 14 gigs of of storage on here. I got five left. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so, I'm burning two gigs. So we come for an hour. This was this was super fun. Thank you so much for for coming on. Thank you for having me. I had such a good time. Um, where can people find you social media wise? And uh, Corey J work? Phillips on pretty much everything. Uh, Insta. Uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, or X, TikTok, all of it. Like it's Corey uh, J. Phillips. Mm. Uh, uh, what about uh, Mother, Father, Ghost? Where, where is that? Is that That's on Crunchyroll. Crunchy? Yeah, you can check out MF Ghost on Crunchyroll, guys. It's gonna be awesome. Like it's everything that you love about Initial D, just with newer cars and all the same Eurobeats. Uh, last, kind of last question. Hmm. Is there anything that you would want our listeners to, like if there's any recommendation for anything, doesn't have to be anime, it could be whatever. What is a one like media recommendation that you would say, hey, check this out? Watch Strange New Worlds. Watch Strange New Worlds? Watch it, watch it a hundred times so that they have all the budget and they can keep writing this amazing show for 16 seasons so that I can continue to get my Star Trek fix. Let's make this a 10 year thing where we get to see all 10 years of Pike's journey. So, oh my gosh, could you imagine? That would be so cool. I'm, like, I need this show to survive. If they cancel it, I might go on strike by myself. I <laughs> will be really upset. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you again so much. This is great. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh Up Candy. You can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fan. on Twitter at What's Up Fan. And you see the podcast. Uh, download our episodes wherever you download episodes. Uh, we are there. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Audible, all the places. Um, yeah, so for uh, What's Up Fandom, I'm Josh. And I'm Corey J. Phillips. Watch Strange New Worlds. Please kill me. <laughs>
Uh, here's the thing. Yeah. The mic's either going to pick it up or it's not going to pick it up. Or it's not? Up. Yeah. Do we pause? <laughs> Do we pause? pause? Yeah. Oh, they're doing the mimosa thing. Oh. That's right. Forgot about that. This will be B-roll. We'll, we'll throw this at the end. Yeah. You know, if, if it works, we'll throw it at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what were, like, so I did, I had a ton of action figures. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. Like, because I didn't get a, like, a gaming console till I was, like, 12. Same. Was, um, uh, I think so I like, got a Game Boy around 11, 12. Yeah, like, I, I think this one, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but I uh, got a lot of, uh, you know, I had, you know, action figures, stuff like that. And I would also draw a lot, but... I drew a lot too. I so I drew on everything too. When, when, so when when you drew, like, did you actually like, go into detail and like draw the characters? Because I would always do like massive battle scenes and everything. So like I would do like little bitty sticks, and then I would put like a little bitty. And I would draw like helmets and like the, the sword. So like I wouldn't care about like the bodies. Mm. It was just like this is how I'm differentiating. Like this one's got like a green plume with like a green colored pencil. I kind of wish I had done that. I, I'm a little jealous that that's what you ended up doing. Because for me, I got stuck in drawing purgatory, where I would draw a character, and then my arms and my hands would be too small. So then I would... Try to adjust trash it, and... Yeah. yeah, trash it, try again. Same same thing it would happen. And I loved drawing Spider-Man and Venom. Those were like my two favorite things to draw. And I always... And I now would just keep doing it over. So I had like... By the end of it, like 12 of the same drawing. It looks identical because I kept making the same mistakes. And I'm like, why does this keep happening? <laughs> Am I stuck in this park? Is this my hell? Like, <laughs> yeah, like I like that. That was my like. I I started doing, you know, and I was like, I'm not good at this. Like, I I'm, I'm taking myself way too much, and I'm just constantly changing things and hating it. So it was mm. like. I just draw like that. I'm good at drawing castles and stuff. I'll just do the castles. And it's like, I'll just draw a little, 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 little stick figure for scale and be like, oh, the stick figures. Yes. <laughs> That's it. I, uh, so my mom was like a very accomplished artist. And so I didn't have the luxury of not being good. <laughs> like, like, one of the first things she did as a kid was have me tutored in like oil painting and so, and like charcoal and all this nonsense. Uh, so, <laughs> And you know she's she's the Japanese side, so there's a little bit of expectation that went down. And uh, yeah, if so. there's no woodblock printing by the age of twelve, then you're out of you're out yeah. of your own. <laughs> yeah. like. It was it was it was never like my mom never used that many words because she's she's also like she's kind of badass. Not gonna lie, because uh, she like she'll just be like, that's all right. <laughs> and then just walk away. <laughs> it's like the disappointment. We just keep it inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's the one that'll cry, and, you know. Like, but my mother was just, you know, she's just a very few words. Um, but then she would like turn out these gorgeous oil paintings, and I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, I think I did a couple times do some of those more grand scale, um, like big things. But I did a lot more of my toys than I did with my drawing. Those yeah. kinds of things, like I. Uh, in, in, ja in Japan, they call them like a tokonoma, which is like beautiful place or something like that. And uh, I would do a lot of those where I'd make position them and like make these huge scenes. Like if you went in my closet as a kid, you would see them all placed and it'd just be like this huge scene. Um, so I did a lot more with physical things than I did with my drawing. My drawings were always like, here's a bird. <laughs>